Okay, let's do this. Mind and the Motorcycle, Naked News Improv, Year 3, Volume 114. It's December 20th, 2022. I am, as I have always been, a lone voice in the universe. And speaking of, let's deal with some biodiversity. There may be more stories coming from there. There's a biodiversity uh, convention. It's just about wrapped up. Um, this is the first story uh, that I plucked. Uh, disagreements over financing biodiversity protection, the piracy of natural resources, and commitments to protect at least 30% of the Earth's land and water by 2030 are some of the top sticking points <clears throat> at the UN's Global Biodiversity Summit in Montreal, uh, which started last week and is still going on this week. Uh, there was a walkout uh, last week by developing nations that were outraged over the Global North's opposition to creating a biodiversity fund. And uh, the walkout was sparked by a disagreement over whether wealthy countries, including China and Brazil, should benefit from a biodiversity fund, with biodiverse countries in Africa, Asia, and Latin America arguing they should be compensated more. Well, of course, the playing field can be climate, the playing field can be the environment, the playing field can be biodiversity, the currency in each game is money, events move under the dictate of money, this conference doesn't stand a chance, and we'll see how it evolves. And here's the second story from the biodiversity meeting. Over the objections of the Democratic Republic, Republic of Congo and frustrations by other African nations, a final draft of the Kunming Montreal Global Biodiversity Framework was adopted uh, in the early hours of this past Monday that conservationists say is not strong enough to prevent industries and corporate behemoths from continuing their destructive, profit-driven attacks on the natural world and vulnerable species. Well, I'm shocked. Uh, the draft agreement is weak, uh, and that was according to Anne Lambrecht, leader of Greenpeace International's delegation. Um, and we got some more. Uh, well, a little bit of the of supportive. Make no mistake, this is an historic result for nature. And this is according to Andrew Deutz, Director of Global Policy for Nature Conservancy. Uh, and uh, in a statement, the Kunming Montreal Global Biodiversity Framework provides a long-needed international blueprint, blueprint to guide our collective turnaround of nature's fortunes within this crucial decade. Um, and that's, of course, the optimism from establishment. While many expressed optimism that the Kunming Montreal framework represents the beginning of a new era to protect the world's biodiversity, more critical conservationists like Greenpeace and Friends of the Earth International said people, said people should not be fooled about what the deal contains and what it lacks. Uh, and uh, they warned that the corporate capture of the Convention on Biodiversity made reaching the kind of deal the crisis demands impossible. And uh, I was really taken by corporate capture. 
I'm going to read verbatim a paragraph. The text does not stipulate any regulation on corporations and instead promotes greenwashing measures such as nature-based solutions, which allow for offsetting for environmental destruction. And that's from Nellie Marion, um, and she's from the, the forestry folks. But I wanted to read it, and I actually um, uh, printed it in red so I get it. Um, the phrase I saw in here is corporate capture, describing how this agreement was taken over by the money. What a shock. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to stay with the, the, uh, the world of the living. A policy rider included in the must-pass omnibus spending bill unveiled by the U.S. Congress is almost certain to doom the endangered North Atlantic right whale. And that's according to some environmental groups who said that today. Um, Maine's representatives and senators pushed to include a provision that would give the lobster fishing industry six years before it's required to take action that would prevent right whales from becoming entangled in fishing gear, which has contributed to the species plummeting population. The species is down to just 340 individual whales and 70 females of breeding age. Uh, entanglement in lobster fishing gear kills an average of four right whales per year. Oh, um, wait, uh, we're live. That was a phone call. My friend, Zach, I have to call him back. Uh, and this from Jane Davenport, a senior attorney at the Defenders of Wildlife. It's not an exaggeration to say that this rider will doom the right whale to extinction. This is a classic case of our priorities. It is more important for us to eat lobster than it is for the right whale to survive. I wonder how long that species has been around versus us homo saps. Zach. He's calling again. Um, I, oh, man, I, I got to keep going. Sorry. Uh, the nation's largest water supplier um, has declared a drought emergency. And uh, I got to turn off my phone. So just hold on a really quick second, okay? Oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry, but hey, we be live. All right, we're on airplane mode. I can't be disturbed. Okay, um, we're talking about uh, the water supply in Southern California. Uh, it doesn't rain much in Southern California, so the district imports about half its water from the Colorado River and the Northern Sierra Nevada via the state water project. It's a complex system of dams, canals, and reservoirs that provide drinking water for much of the state. Well, uh, they're running out of water. I got one simple comment. The future is now. I got more news from California, um, and they get points here for at least trying to make an effort to do something, anything. California regulators improved an aggressive plan last week to achieve carbon neutrality in the state by 2045. The plan, approved by the California Air Resources Board, looks to move one of the world's largest economies to renewable energy and away from fossil fuels. I think that's great. Oh, that's Zach leaving a message. Um, the board also previously approved the rule requiring all passenger vehicles sold in the state to be zero emission by 2035. 
Me, the climate debacle is a global problem requiring global solutions, but California gets great points for the effort. Um, story about oil with a happy ending. Uh, first, the story, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said last week that he intends to force a floor vote as soon as last week uh, in a bid to ram through Senator Joe Manson's fossil fuel industry-friendly permitting bill, a ploy that climate groups and progressive lawmakers condemn and vow to defeat. Really interesting. Both Schumer and Manchin have received large donations from a major utility giant and pipeline firms that would benefit from passage of the West Virginia Democrats' plan, which critics say uses the cover of permitting reform to advance regulatory changes long sought by the fossil fuel industry. Here's the surprise ending. After grabbing this story several days later, the Senate killed the bill, which is just great. This is the first time I have read about big oil not getting its way. The U.S. Post Office said it expects to buy more than 66,000 electric vehicles by the end of 2028, in a significant change from previous plans. Uh, the, uh, the Postal Service aims to buy at least 60,000 next-generation delivery vehicles by 2028, at least 75%, which will be uh, electric models. <clears throat> the USPS said in a statement that the feasibility of fully electrifying the fleet will continue to be explored. Uh, from me, <clears throat> this is a huge change and, and never should have been an issue in the first place. The Postmaster General is Louis DeJoy, and he's a putz. He's a Trump appointment who should be gone. <clears throat> Unions, Starbucks, in their largest labor action to date, Starbucks workers across the U.S. launched a three-day strike last Friday with the goal of forcing the coffee giant to bargain in good faith with hundreds of newly organized shops and put an immediate end to its unlawful union-busting efforts. Starbucks Workers United said in a statement that roughly 1,000 baristas from approximately 100 unionized shops nationwide will walk off the job starting Friday. And I got to tell you, um, I wanted this story, and then I was looking for follow-ups. There was nothing. Uh, I don't know what happened regarding um, the strike. Um, so somebody did something with the news. Railroads. Uh, Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib of Michigan delivered an impassioned speech in support of rail workers last week, denouncing the rapacity of hugely profitable railroad giants and imploring President Joe Biden to use his executive authority, authority to provide the essential employees with the paid sick leave that they've long been denied. Um, we covered it. Um, the government forced the, the workers to uh, accept a package. It didn't have sick leave in it, um, and it's what they've wanted. And I can't believe uh, that the government uh, would do that to the workers. Um, to me, as long as the story has something to do with union rights, I want to share it. The railroad workers' strike threat 
followed by government intervention is a real mixed bag. And boy, am I being kind. Little good, good labor news. For the first time in nearly a decade, Congress has moved to increase the annual budget of the National Labor Relations Board. It's an extra 25 million bucks for fiscal year 2023. From them, our national nightmare is over. You know, I cover union news, and this is a good one. Unions need a strong NLRB if they want to stand up to ownership. Um, Musk and Twitter. European officials rebuked Twitter and Elon Musk last Friday after the social media company abruptly suspended several U.S. journalists. Twitter suspended the accounts of several journalists on last Thursday night, including from the Washington Post, the New York Times, and CNN. Are you kidding? I mean, for Jesus Christ. I think this putz thinks he can walk on water. This story won't go away until Musk goes away, and that could be a while. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the web. The creator of the World Wide Web is on a mission to reinvent it and protect personal data from big tech. I think the public has been concerned about privacy. The fact that these platforms have a huge amount of data and they abuse it. That's a quote from Tim Berners-Lee, who developed the concept of the web in 1989. And he told that to CNN last week. More, but I think they're missing some, what I think they're sometimes missing uh, is the lack of empowerment. You need to get back to a situation where you have autonomy. You have control of all your data. 33 years after he invented the web, Berners-Lee was a longtime advocate of giving people power over their personal data online believes that tech giants currently, quote, control the world and manipulate people by providing information. Um, In an interview with Euronews Next um, at the Web Summit Conference in Lisbon in November, Berners-Lee said that some people thought that tech people would save the world then. Now we're in a situation where there are a lot of things wrong with the web. No way I was going to let this story go away. This dude was the intellectual ignition for the entire web. Um, He created this thing for all of us. And we have so little control over it. It's like a technological virus that has infected us all. Now I want to talk about Peru for a while. I want to keep an eye on it. Uh, four Latin American presidents condemned the ouster and imprisonment of leftist Peruvian president Pedro Castillo last week. Um, And it was a move that preceded a national emergency declaration by the country's new government amid a deadly crackdown against what critics are calling a U.S.-backed legislative coup. Sound familiar? In a joint statement, the leftist leaders of Argentina, Bolivia, Colombia, and Mexico uh, expressed their deep concern over the recent events that resulted in the removal and detention of Jose Pedro Castillo Terrones, president of the Republic of Peru. When I came across the Peru news last week, 
I, was, I wrote that it was great to see how quickly sanity prevailed when it appeared that their president had gone off the rails. Today, I read that four left-leaning heads of state in Latin America object to the political maneuvering that removed President Pedro Castillo. <clears throat> I was a little quick to jump the gun. There is more to the story, <clears throat> um, especially when it involves throwing a left-leaning leader um, out of office. More from Peru, the pot is boiling over at this point. Organized labor and progressive civil society groups in Peru are calling for a national strike as unelected interim president Dina Bolwart imposes a 30-day state of emergency in a bid to quell protests demanding her resignation and an end to the country's neoliberal economic model. Um, they are also advocating for the release of ousted leftist president Pedro Castillo, who was removed by the country's deeply unpopular right-wing majority con uh, Congress and jailed um, last week. Peru is on fire and there's no telling how it will blow and that may take a while. And I got more. Uh, Peruvian human rights defenders last Friday said that the death toll has risen to 21 in nationwide protests sparked by the ouster and jailing of leftist President Pedro Castillo. For 10 straight day, Peruvians took to the streets of cities and towns across the country, denouncing what many are calling a coup against Castillo. There's more to this story. <clears throat> it ain't over by a long shot and we'll keep following Peru in the coming weeks. <clears throat> Afghanistan's Taliban-run higher education ministry today suspended access to universities by female students until further notice, drawing strong condemnation from the United States, Britain, and the United Nations. <clears throat> Women have no rights with the Taliban. How can that work? Iran is dealing with it right now, and let's go there. Dozens of children have died during the Iranian government's crackdown on protests across the country, prompting some to urge that the UN kick Iran out from the global body. Iran's regime has failed to stop protests that spread across the country <clears throat> over the past three months following the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini while in police custody. <clears throat> so sorry. Um, reports indicate that at least 700 people have died due to the government's crackdown. This is increasingly feeling like a nuclear explosion, unleashing very powerful forces. This is more than a simple protest over the death of a young woman because of improper head covering. The Persian people are not like everybody else. Just ask Rumi. This is a very rich country culturally, and history can be moving forward with the possibility of change. All theocracies rule by fear. Uh, famed primatologist and environmental activist Jane Goodall hasn't changed her opinion of former President Trump. Uh, in 2016, she likened the then presidential candidate's behavior to the aggression displayed by a male chimpanzee. <clears throat> and she's uh, updated it and said, I see the same sort of behavior 
as a male chimpanzee will show when he is competing for dominance with another. <clears throat> I couldn't resist this one. We have this idea that evolution is always a positive development, which is true. However, every now and then, a species drops down a rung on the ladder, emulating their predecessor. The Donald could definitely suit up for the circus of life, missing only a banana in his hand. A recent report from USA Facts shows that 70,601 people died from fentanyl overdoses in the country in 2021. That is 26 times higher than a decade ago. 70,601 people. Um, I grabbed this paragraph because I found it so shocking. We have a full-blown fentanyl invasion, and it is killing. <clears throat> uh, New Zealand passed a law list last week that would impose a lifetime ban uh, on the young from buying cigarettes. It's a unique plan to phase out tobacco smoking in the country, and this was reported by the Associated Press. The bill says that tobacco can never be sold to anyone born after January 1, 2009. It would also order a reduction in the levels of nicotine allowed in tobacco and severely lower the number of retailers allowed to sell tobacco. So <clears throat> anybody from January 2009 on cannot get cigarettes. It's pretty interesting. <clears throat> Leave it to New Zealand. So anyone around 13 years or younger will not be allowed to purchase cigarettes forever. It'll be interesting to watch its evolution. <clears throat> More than a third of this country's execution attempts this year were botched or deemed visibly problematic, according to a year-end report released last Friday by the Death Penalty Information Center. Seven out of 20 executions, or 35%, something went wrong because of executioner incompetence, failures to follow protocol, or defects in the protocols themselves. <clears throat> Are you fucking kidding me? More than one-third of executions went wrong. Capital punishment is insane enough by but botching it up repeatedly is even worse. <clears throat> Get this number, 32 and a half billion years. That's how long it took for some of the light in the new incredible image of the universe to reach Earth. Um, and these are images from the James Webb Space Telescope. <clears throat> 13 and a half billion years to reach Earth. Sometimes five minutes can seem like an eternity. Try and imagine how long 13 and a half billion years could possibly be. Not only that, light travels at 186,000 miles a second. So when you're thinking about how long it took for the light to reach Earth, it gives you some idea <clears throat> of the size of the universe kind of makes you want to believe in God, which is why I picked it. 
I'm not doing a poem. I wanted to do a very short commentary. Um, I just read a story about Trump promising to prevent the government from labeling anything as disinformation. Of course, this will happen when he is allowed to recapture the presidency. The story went on, but what struck me is how he has been mimicking Hitler all along. In this story, our very own Orange Führer wants to completely control the content and flow of all information. I know Mein Kampf is likely the only book he has read and absolutely memorized. It is his script. Um, I was done, um, and then I just wanted to add this paragraph. I have been covering the protest and violence in Iran, ignited by a woman who died in police custody because of an improper head covering. Then I read a story wondering why women aren't protesting all over the world regarding these crimes against all humanity, nothing in the U.S., and also the state of women in Afghanistan, absolutely nothing. Just, I'm, I'm really just kind of, of curious. So um, got my attention and something to think about, um, ladies. Anyway, um, that's it. <clears throat> my, my God, my voice wasn't happy. I apologize for Zach calling several times. It ain't his fault. So as I love to say, um, until next week, same time, same station. God bless.